0: What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. Uh, Just want to let you know that this podcast is brought to you by Hardcore Forever. Hardcore Forever is a company determined to produce quality products focused on the passion behind hardcore and heavy music. Hardcore Forever provides the best quality of products to the most dedicated and loyal fans like yourself, while keeping prices low. A large portion of our proceeds go to supporting and promoting local brands all across the world. Join the Hardcore Forever family today and grab a new shirt or flag for your wall. Check out HardcoreForeverShop.com, and while you're there, check out the No Buns, No Patties merchandise. Get a hat, shirt, coffee mug, or wall flag, and rep the No Buns, No Patties podcast today. Use promo code NBNP to get 20% off your order today. Again, that's HardcoreForeverShop.com using the promo code NBNP. Impetuous. Staying Impetuous is a lifestyle. Check out
1: impetuousbrand.com for motivation, quotes, clothing, and more. Okay, you ready? Well, you to Yeah.
2: You're listening to The No Buns No Patties podcast, co-hosted by Sterling Thornton and Devin Brubig.
1: Welcome back to episode three of No Buns, No Patties. Uh, I'm here with Devin Brevig. Uh, So if you're listening, you're going to hear a different voice than previously before. And if you're watching, you're going to see a different setup and see a different face. And that's because we got some new things coming to No Buns, No Patties. But we'll get back to Devin later. Uh, Right now we're talking with Jay Taft, um, who is a former ONU player, uh, college basketball player, and she is now residing in Florida right Jay?
2: Yep.
1: She's in Florida and she is the creator of Us Girls. So um, Jay first of all how are you? How are you doing?
2: I'm doing good. How are you guys?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Um, You know it's probably a lot different weather down there right?
2: Yes. Uh, It felt chilly today but chilly here is like 60 degrees so I can't complain.
1: (laughs) it's 60 here and it feels pretty warm (laughs) um so what made you decide like what moment did you realize basketball was your your thing
2: yeah so that question is really that's it's a deep question honestly um i always like to say basketball is in my blood like Mm -hmm. just ever since i was little that's just what my family did and what but what was funny is is no one forced me to play You know, I had a lot of, like, I've had cousins in the NBA. I've had cousins leave in, you know, the state of Connecticut. Both a brother and sister um, made threes in their high school career. Um, You know, my dad had a lot of accolades under him. Like, all of those things. Um, But I just always remember when I was little, I was like, okay, my cousin was the first to make the NBA, and I knew he was going to do it. And I kept saying, I want to be the first to make the WNBA. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm did not happen but that was my <laughs> um my motivating factor for that but um it was something that brought my family together mm-hmm. and yeah I think just through the process of just loving to work hard I found that in basketball and that was something that made me yeah. really
1: love it. that's awesome so you said your cousin is in the NBA
2: yeah so
1: who is who's your cousin
2: um my cousin is Jimmer Fredette he um oh, is actually in yeah, he's in China right now, but he was in the NBA for a while, then went to China, then Greece, and then then China again. So yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um and you've so I've obviously we know each other from all of it.
2: Yeah.
1: Um and you've done some workouts with him, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. I would fly out. My dad was his trainer. Um and then like so during like especially when he was training for the combine, like my dad was literally gone for like a month. I flew out. I actually missed the last week of school in seventh grade to go train with him and just see that process. Um, there was definitely a few summers I would go out and I would just train with him, um, do some film with him, but, you know, train and just being that atmosphere. And then obviously we were born in the same place. So just every time we were back in New York, being able to to train with each other.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I bet you didn't know that, Honda. No, I didn't do that. That's all it's
2: amazing. I didn't think he-
1: yeah yeah when I first found that out I was like holy crap but yeah that's awesome um so tell us about uh us girls then like what is give us the rundown
2: yeah so us girls basketball um is a platform I developed to help um specifically women basketball players reach the next level with their on and off court skills um I also have like a podcast with it um I do a lot of personal training I have courses all of this stuff it's a brand that's building um It actually originally started, though, just being us girls. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm sure, you know, if you guys go into my platform, you'll be able to see more of my story when it comes to basketball. But um, I developed us girls because I felt very alone at the time. And I knew that if I'm feeling alone, other women are feeling alone, too. So it was an opportunity to um, inspire and empower women by sharing their stories. Um, Because I know you probably know that, like when you're going through something, you're like, man, I'm the only person going through it. Then once you hear somebody say, no, like I, I understand, like I went through that or I am like, it makes you feel so much better. So we'd have all types of women talking about literally so many different things. And I love that. Um, I love doing that, but I just felt like it just wasn't completely what I was going to be doing. And then um, during quarantine, I actually worked for, um, it's called Point Guard College. I was mm-hmm. the customer service um or our customer service rep on that and then with quarantine the camps got canceled so then we kind of had we lost our jobs and my dad brought the idea that I should try virtual training because get getting back into basketball all of this and it was honestly such a god thing like god is so good I thought basketball was over for me I thought oh no like whatever and then when he brought the idea to me it started to feel right and mm-hmm. so that's when I took just us girls to us girls basketball and ever since then like it's just been so much fun yeah
1: that's awesome. Um, so when you say feel alone, uh, can you expand on that? Like what certain things, if you want to go into detail, um, did yeah. you necessarily like feel alone about?
2: Yeah. Okay. So, um, when I transferred from ONU, I transferred to a school in Florida
1: mm-hmm.
2: and, um, I was on a real high. Like I was so excited because I was in a warm state because I almost went to California. So going to Florida was awesome. Cause I am like, Oh, warm state, like something new, Um, I've been in the Midwest for so long. Like, I need it. Um, I met really good people. The team that I would transfer to was, like, number one in the nation. Um, We had a lot of really great talent. Um, It just – I ended up – I worked football um, at ONU with, like, the content creation film, all of that stuff. Literally got hired before I even recruited – like, committed Mm -hmm. to my next school to work for football, do the same thing. So, it was just so – crazy how everything lined up. And then um, there was a lot of, well, just to keep it nice, a lot of unfulfilled promises and on the basketball side of it. And um, I was not in a good spot mentally at all. Mm
0: -hmm. And
2: I ended up stepping away after two games. And that was really hard because I lived with the basketball girls. So they were gone all the time. And I'm somebody who thrives off of relationships. And I was in a relationship at the time that was very toxic And I so even though I saw him all the time, I didn't feel present with him. Um, So I just felt alone. I was in a new state. Um, I would literally FaceTime anybody just to have communication um, and all of that. So it was just kind of figuring out who am I outside of basketball, because that's all I did. I sacrificed a lot for basketball. I really didn't have, like, a normal high school – story like I didn't party I didn't do any of that stuff I didn't hang out with too many people like I was I had a lot of friends but when it came outside of school I didn't hang out because it was basketball I had to yeah. train I had to this I had AAU, and I'm sure you know that um but I took it to like the next level I was obsessed like I wouldn't go on trips because there was no basketball court so if there's no basketball court like I can't do that like <laughs> so being able to step out of that I think it was really a God thing though, because there was a lot that I needed to learn about me, a lot that I needed to, I guess I was filling voids with when it came to basketball. And God said, That's enough. <laughs> you need to learn this. And yeah, so that was a huge, huge part of it. I also um, really struggle with anxiety and OCD, and a lot of people don't talk about the OCD side of it. So I actually made a whole series about OCD and like where it actually came from. Um, yeah, so as a i guess a short story i could talk about that for like hours but that is my where i kind of felt alone
1: yeah so and then you would say that kind of motivated you then was you know that other people have to be feeling it if you're feeling it so then you're like you know what i want to make that impact then
2: yeah cuz i remember the first time like my friends weren't being mean about it but when mm-hmm. i told them about ocd like what it was to me they're like that's weird i've never heard that before and it's not that they were being mean it was just it is weird. Like some of the things that happen are, they are very weird. Yeah. Um, and then the minute I told somebody and they actually came to me and said, I do the same thing. I was like, Whoa, like what? Like that was like, it was insane. So yeah, like being, like you said, like having somebody who first relates to you really inspires you. Cause you're like, Oh man, like I'm not alone. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, So what would you say then, like, what is the end goal? So now you've started it. What is your, like, where do you want this thing to take you then?
2: Yeah. So um, with us girls basketball, I have really big dreams for it. And um, pretty much again, continuing the platform, building the platform. Most importantly, I have such a, like a fire under me to share the importance of women's sports and how amazing women athletes are. And that just because you are a female doesn't mean you're incapable um and that's always been something I would always get in fights when I was younger with like the boys like they think they're so good I'm like well our record is better than you so you know I'd always like get all these like fights and stuff so inspiring young women who have the same fire as I did when I was younger to say you can do this this is something that it's not just a boy's world you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. you can do this um and then on the business side of it what I would really love to do is end up being able to travel and host camps and clinics and then eventually do retreats where it's actually more of a, a private thing where only maybe seven girls are, you know, come in and it's an intensive retreat where we're on the court, but we're also doing mindset stuff because that's what's different about us girls basketball. When I say I help you reach the next level with your on and off court skills, it's mm-hmm. also about the mental side. And I'm sure playing basketball, you understand the mental side of it and how mental health issues are rising in athletes' because it's such a stigma and that's something that I want to prepare people for, obviously not just women, but I think I speak to women a little bit better just being a female myself. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so building the platform and just inspiring young girls that like they can be amazing athletes, but most importantly, amazing people first because I believe that you were put on this earth for a reason and basketball is a part of your story. It's not just it, but you use it as a vessel to, to spread the good.
1: Yeah. I love that. Um, And then being a college athlete, you mentioned you started out at Olivet and then you transferred to to Florida. Um, So how big of an impact does the, like, grind have on your mental health?
2: Yeah, um, it definitely – if you don't have a solid foundation, it can really take a toll on you. Mm -hmm. Because I was somebody who – I didn't expect that at all. I – everybody in my high school knew, like, I was really positive. I was happy all the time. I was not somebody, I didn't really, I mean, I struggle with OCD, but I didn't know it at the time. Um, But I, in anxiety, I didn't know it, but I guess I hit it pretty well. Um, So it was definitely rough. um, But I just think that it taught me a lot. I was able to now, okay, I'm like, okay, what do I need to do? What do I need to, like the next level, the next step, all of those things and be able to separate myself from a basketball player and as a person first so it was definitely hard um but I think what being out of it now I was able to say Jay like you did it like you fulfilled a dream of yours Mm -hmm. you were able to take this opportunity and look at all the things that you did because I think I was so pressured into having to prove myself like having to um my stats had to be this like even one coach was like he would label us negative or positive players from the game and just that makes you feel like whoa like, I I yeah. don't like what I mean so being able to separate okay just because my coach may see me as a stat I am not a stat mm-hmm. like and that can take a rough toll especially too with athletics like I talked about there is a stigma that mental health isn't a thing it's a stigma that you got a scholarship to play why are you complaining you mm-hmm. you get to travel, you get to do this, you get to, but in reality, like there was so much pressure on us <laughs> all the time. So, um, yeah, it definitely affected me, but I needed it because mm-hmm. I think if I if I didn't do it, I would, I wouldn't have uncovered the things that were, you know, issues yeah. and being able to fix them.
1: Yeah. And I can kind of attest to that too. Um, you should kind of carry that over almost that need to like show out all the time. Um like hey i 'm playing this game tonight i gotta go off, I gotta get this, this, and this, so you kind of carry that pressure over into like real life now oh i 'm walking to class, so, like eyes are on me, that kind of thing, and that can kind of spike some anxiety at least for me personally. Yeah. um I kind of have that effect too, so yeah. it's interesting yeah. that you mentioned that um, yeah,
2: no, I agree, I agree, totally, yep
1: yeah. so what kind of impact like you mentioned it before, what kind of impact did basketball have? on your life or sports in general, some, some good things that you can carry over, uh, into real life.
2: Yeah. Um, basketball impacted my life so much. Um, first of all, like I kind of talked about the sacrifice basketball taught me how to like work hard. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like if you really want something like you need to go get it, you know what I mean? And it's there for you because it was one of those things where I'm 5'3". It's very easy for me to get looked over, very easy for me to get passed up, especially being recruited. But I didn't let that stop me. I, I learned how to adjust. I learned how to, okay, so if height's not going for me, then what in my game needs to be that much better? So that's where literally every day I would go and I would dribble my ball every single day, whether that was just for 10 minutes or not. Mm-hmm. I would go to my garage, like literally with like winter coats on, like dribbling, or sometimes we dribbled in the house. Like thank my parents are so great for letting <laughs> me do that. But, like we would dribble like literally in the house if it was too cold to go out to the garage. So being able to say, like, like nothing's impossible. You can achieve what you need to achieve. So that sacrifice and determination part was so important to me. But also it taught me how to be just a good teacher. Teammate and a mm-hmm. good peer, you yeah. know, because we're not going to be teammates forever. We're going to be co workers. We're going to be bosses. We're going to be to almost be less selfish, but also take one for the team.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I guess what I mean by that is so, one of the biggest stories that impacted me out of my whole four years of high school was um, when I transferred my senior year, we had a big senior class. And um, like uh, we had six girls graduating on the team. So there's a lot of us. And I just remember that a lot of the other girls didn't pay attention to the freshmen. Mm -hmm. And I was like the only one that would like talk to them and interact with them and, and help them if they needed it or be their partner in a drill if they didn't have anyone. And like somebody went up to me and said how much they appreciated that, that like that Jay didn't look over us. And that was the biggest thing, like out of the awards, out of the all conference the best thing that I took from that was her coming up to me and saying that she was seen because I know what it's like to not be seen. So it's like, oh, that's such a great feeling. Yeah. So doing that, because that applies, again, to your life. Mm -hmm. Um, Also too, I would say it taught me after the fact to live in the moment. I'm a very futuristic person. I'm somebody who is... I would get so stressed out that why am I not there yet why is my business not there why is like when I did YouTube why is my YouTube channel not blowing up you know like all of these things like I was so caught up in why like everyone's getting a scholarship now like why am I not there or you know all of those things and I was definitely a sprinter and I didn't want to run the marathon So now I didn't know that though, when I was playing, I mean, I knew it, but I didn't apply it, but now being out of it, I see the benefit of um, doing that. And it kind of, you know, it it definitely bit me in the butt because I miss playing. Like, don't get me wrong. Like there's times where I definitely miss playing. I'm like, man, like I should have, you know, I should have been a marathon and not wanting to think about next season. Oh, I'm going to prove next season. This season's over. Like whatever, yeah. when it's not even Christmas time, you know what I mean? like, yeah. so stuff like that. Um, so I just think those were definitely the biggest things that the game taught me that I was able to take out of now. And now that I'm a retired <laughs> player. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Deb, what, what was that over there? Uh, i was just saying that uh, it's, That's absolutely you that (laughs) you're thinking in the future.
1: Yeah, no, it is. I I definitely struggle with that too. Uh, I'm always thinking ahead, always trying to be one step ahead. And you kind of lose that, like you said, you kind of lose the magic of the moment almost. You're so focused on, okay, what's going to come next? What do I do next? And then it's like, you miss out on what's happening right now. And I think that's something that I've been working on too. So it's funny you mentioned that. um, I relate to everything that you say. Uh, just really trying to focus on the here, the now. Yes, the future is something to worry about, but you can't get so caught up in it that you're missing what's in front of you yeah. right now. Because oh, you're going yeah. to get to the point where you look in the rearview rear mirror and you're like, all this stuff happened, but I didn't even realize it at the time. And now I can't relive that. So it's already gone.
2: Yeah. It's even too where I always, I'll call my dad all the time and talking and like, I love playing pickup still and whatnot or just going out and shooting. And I'm like, i feel like my shot is so much better now because i have no <laughs> pressure on me yeah like exactly. i'm just playing the play mm-hmm. and i'm like he always used to remind me that you know what i mean like just have fun just play and sometimes yeah. you just get so caught up in like no i have to prove this or i have to this or these people are watching or i have to get these stats and and all of this and you just lose sight of like why you originally loved the game and why mm-hmm. you love playing so yeah. that's a huge inspiration to me to like to teach and give back to those, you know, to those girls and, and boys who, if they are listening, you know, and all that, that type of stuff. So yeah. now I get it.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. So uh, me and Devin are actually managers for the, the Bradley team. And I find that all the time. Uh, mm-hmm. Like sometimes I'll get in shell drill with some of the players. Um, and then I'll just throw up like a crazy shot at the shot clock. But I feel like they go in more than they don't, because I don't have that pressure of Oh, if I miss, I'm going to get pissed. It's like, no, I'm just out there having fun. like So that's definitely a thing, too, is just kind of finding that balance between the pressure of having to be good and then also remembering why you're playing and trying to meet them in the middle where, yeah, I want to do well, but also I do well when I enjoy what I'm doing.
0: Mm, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show. It was uh, great talking to you. Great catching up. I haven't seen you in what, like three years now?
2: Yeah, probably. It's been a <laughs> been, while. Yeah,
1: been out of the, been out of. I've been out of basketball too, so it's funny. I always call myself retired as well. So um, yeah, <laughs> but
2: people always to me funny when I say that. I'm like, I'm a retired athlete, not a. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> I wish Worker, I was
2: retired.
1: Gosh. I wish I was retired. That'd be nice. You could just live off of. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> well, we appreciate you stopping in. Um, it's good catching up to you, and hopefully. uh, this thing really takes off because I really like what you're doing. I see it on Facebook and I see it on Instagram and I think it's a good thing because mental health is something that people need to be aware about and people need to be more comfortable with um, expressing to other people that they're struggling. And it's good. Like you said, it's good to hear that there's somebody else out there. So I think what you're doing is awesome.
2: Yeah. Thank you. And thank you guys for having me on. Um, If any listeners, like if you guys want to hear more of my story, like please reach out to me. I'm an open book. I will talk about absolutely anything you guys want. But again, thank you. It was nice catching up with you guys.
1: We take a break from the action for another sponsor. Impetuous. Staying impetuous is a lifestyle. Check out impetuousbrand.com for motivation, quotes, clothing, and more. Again, impetuousbrand.com. That was Jay Taft. If you want to uh, know more about her story, you can find her on Instagram. Jay Taft, no spaces, or you can look her up on Facebook, J Taft, J A E space T A F T, J Taft. Taft. Uh, and if you want to learn more about Us Girls United, you can look up Instagram, Us Girls United, no spaces. So U S G I R L U N I T E D. It's good Didn't spelling. I was signed up for a spelling lesson. Yeah man hey you got to make sure people know you know I didn't think I was going to spell it right anyway
0: all right yeah like Sterling said Jay was a great guest for today's podcast um and so now we uh we're gonna formally introduce ourselves because Sterling never has to this point and I'm new to this podcast so Sterling <laughs> the floor is yours
1: yeah so uh you guys are, if you listening and you don't know me, you're probably like, who the, who the hell is this guy just talking? My name, I am a senior at a fifth year senior, unfortunately at uh, Bradley university. So as I mentioned before, I played basketball at Olivet, um, for two years, um, got some injuries, got too many, too many Caucasians, which means concussions. It's like it's supposed to be a funny joke. Um, <laughs> And they told me I can't play anymore. So then I uh, transferred. I met a buddy, Peyton Mulligan. I didn't meet him. I've known him for a long time. We actually went out together um, at the University of Illinois because at the time I was dating somebody who was going to the University of Illinois. He happened to be in town at the same time. Uh, we met up at a bar just to catch up. And I told him about what had happened. And he was like, hey, man, if you want to like be a manager with me on the team, then you should uh, see if you can and then transfer to Bradley. I was like, yeah, you know, that, that wouldn't be a bad idea um so I ended up doing it and uh, I love it it's awesome so I can't I don't want to say it too much because you know <laughs> I don't want to get Bradley basketball in trouble for anything that I say but uh, I'll I'll just say go Braves so I'm a special education major um looking to coach basketball and help the youth uh teaching so it's a little bit about me uh if you want to check me out My Instagram is Sterling underscore Thornton. That's T-H-O-R-N-T-O-N. A lot of people forget that in. So
0: yeah, that's me. How about you, Dev? Who are you? Well, like Sterling said, I'm Devin. Um, I am also a manager for the basketball team. Uh, I am a three and a half year senior, I guess. I'm graduating in December, a semester early. And I'm a sports communication major from uh geez. I'm I'm from Where are you from? <laughs> it's a small town, <laughs> uh <laughs> Iowa. Uh it's a small town called Decoro. Uh it's a very northeast corner. I'm actually closer to Minnesota than any other town in Iowa. Um, yeah, and I'm also a manager for the basketball team, as I said. That's how I met this asshole over here. Uh <laughs> and uh, I got into it uh, at the activities fair my freshman year Uh, first week on campus I saw all the guys they had a booth set up and I just put my name down and luckily my schedule worked out that I could be at every practice so I got uh, introduced into the program that way Uh, I'm Technically, head manager Uh, Sterling's also the co-head manager. You're my boss. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so I make sure that everything runs smoothly every day. Um, Let me tell you, he does a fantastic job. I appreciate that. Does a fantastic job.
1: Um, so it's funny, Jay uh, mentioned some things about how basketball and sports have impacted her life, and. I just, it's funny because I really agree with it. Obviously I grew up playing sports from the day that I could walk. My first memory is running around, uh, running around my house at the time we lived in an apartment, um, running around the apartment uh, with my dad chasing me had a football. Um, and that's like one of the first memories that I have. So I've always been playing sports and I think sports is great because it gives you a lot of life lessons. There's a lot of things to be learned with sports because they're so, um, so what I'm looking for. I need a big word. Now. Give me a big word. Syne- <laughs> symmetrical would that work there? There's a lot of parallels. Yeah. There's a lot of parallels. Good job. There's a lot of parallels between, uh, sports and real life. Uh, like she said, teaches you a lot about dedication, hard work, fighting, fighting, uh, dude, why can I not, I don't have any words. My vocab is so low. <laughs> you know, you're throwing, you're throwing fists. Yeah, and now you're sacrificing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of sacrifices. There's a lot of hardships that you got to go through, and you got to learn how to fight through those things um, and better yourself. And you have to do that in life too, obviously, because famous Rocky Balboa quote: uh, "Life will beat you to your knees if you let it." So can't let it. Can't let it do that. Okay. So basketball now for me is more on the other side of it, which is really cool. So I've been the athlete. I've played before. Now I'm kind of doing the behind the scenes stuff as a manager. I'm also coaching uh, travel AU teams. So that's a lot of fun. So I'm getting into that a little bit. And now I can kind of take what sports have given me as a child growing up and things that's instilled in me and now try to help the youth and others be instilled with them. How they've impacted my life. I
0: don't know how they impacted your life, Dev um yeah so i played uh, like sterling i grew up playing sports i played uh, football basketball and baseball in high school i played basketball and baseball all the way through high school um, and it taught me a lot of um, life lessons like sterling said um, and for me personally the biggest one was to not give up because i was a late bloomer My growth spurt didn't come until going into my senior year. So by the time I had grown and uh, gotten a little bit of height to me, uh, my coaches had already counted me out. So um, I didn't get much playing time in high school and uh, it didn't stop me from working any harder than what I would have had I had a lot of playing time. Um, I still went to the gym every day, still worked my ass off. Um, and so sports in general, just teach, uh, they taught me personally, uh, how to not give up on things and taught me an inner drive to, uh, to stay committed to things. And, um, yeah. And then obviously once I got into college, I knew I wanted to stick around, uh, basketball just cause I have a huge passion for it and so i um joined as a manager and that has given me as close to being a d1 athlete athlete as i can be i i would say would you agree yeah
1: no 100 percent. you are involved in every practice you're um you're there you get to travel you get the food you get the hotel you just kind of have to do a little bit of the behind the scenes grunt work and you don't get to play on the court, but we get to play. We play all the time. Uh, again, as Jay said, you never really lose that passion for that sport. Mm -hmm. So you always want to play it. So We'll play manager games. We'll play against each other. We'll be shooting around before and after practice, um, anything to keep a ball in our hands. we love to do so. And also I want to let people know this won't necessarily just be a sports podcast, but sports is obviously a big thing in life. So there'll definitely be some things that we discuss about there. Unless we decide to change it. We might, uh, we'll find out, I yeah, guess. Yeah, we'll
0: see. Stick along to find out. <laughs> right. We are the uh, defending Missouri Valley Conference tournament manager champions. Yeah, yeah. We
1: uh, kicked ass and took names later. So. Yeah, that's right. Led by Peyton Mulligan, a.k.a. Titty Magoo. Titty Magoo. So, yeah. Kids a Hooper.
0: It's Titty, good. if you're
1: listening, love you, man. Can't wait to hopefully we catch up sometime, right? We might catch up with you Thursday. So, yeah. Hopefully he's listening. If not, I'll beat the shit out of him, but we'll see how that goes.
0: Yeah. Um, And so as we've been saying, we're managers for the team. Uh, It looks a lot different this year in terms of how we're handling things with COVID. Um, And we have to wear masks the entire time we're in the facility. That's another thing. Uh, I saw this the other day. It ruined my life forever. Whenever you say masks, you can't say it without the sks. It accentuate, It's accentuated. What do you mean, like masks? Mas- masks. Yeah. Mask. You can't like subtly mask say you. You can't subtly say the sks. Masks. Mask. Maskas.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maskas. Anyway, it ruined
0: <laughs> my life forever. But uh, yeah. So. Wearing masks at practice is tough, but it's what's best. Um, and we kind of discovered something that we agreed on: minty gum and masks. Dude, is not a good combo. It's the fucking worst. Mm-hmm. You put that fresh mint in there, and usually you don't have that
1: mask, so you can just chew it, and it's nice. But you put the mask on, and all the hot air go all your air goes to your eyes. Mm-hmm. So it's like you take a breath, and it's just like all mint straight into your
0: eyes yeah and it's in your nose yeah and for some reason the basketball team just has extra minty gum dude it's so so minty (laughs) like Mentos gum that comes in a little cylinder about that big that is the mintiest gum I've ever had in my life yeah
1: so just imagine getting a full-blown somebody just chews a piece like fresh piece of gum puts it in their mouth walks up to you and just blows straight in your eyes and that's essentially what you're doing to yourself
0: yeah much. it's
1: terrible it's like i start crying at practice
0: right
1: because i just have uh,
0: swallow the mint so you get yeah. it faster and you get off in practice pull your
1: mask up and like take a couple yeah. and then put it back <laughs> another That's good it. thing about uh mint gum is you don't necessarily have to brush your teeth I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Hey kids, brush your teeth. Don't listen to Sterling. I'm not saying I don't brush my teeth. I'm just saying, if you think about it, if you forget to brush your teeth in the morning, sometimes you get up and you get going. You ever done that before you get up get going. You just got to rush out of the house. You forget to brush your teeth. You just pop one of those Mentos, uh, mint gum in there. And you're, you're set for probably, I would say three hours. You just mouth is burning full of mint. Yeah, I suppose.
0: And On top of that, it you have your mask. So if you Yeah, you just uh, get to smell your own (laughs) nasty ass breath.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Mask breath is the worst. It's the it's the worst. Like you burp. Mm -hmm. You're just you're not and you're not used to having the mask on you. So you never think about it. Mm -hmm. You're just like, I gotta burp. It's just like let one go and it's like straight back in your nose. Makes you want to beat the shit out of yourself. It's like Mm -hmm. somebody burped in your face,
0: but it's yourself terrible yeah it is and uh like sneezing when you have a mask on yeah do you you,
1: so do you sneeze when you sneeze do you take the mask off and put it in your elbow or do you just sneeze on the mask see
0: i pull my mask down and then sneeze into my shirt how do you have enough time to do that
1: and what happens if you get a booger on the inside of your shirt, and you don't know it, and you just kind of put your shirt down, now you got a boogery chest.
0: Yeah, but would you rather have a booger on your sleeve? I'd rather have it on my sleeve because then I can see it, and I can get a paper towel and wipe it off. I wouldn't want it on my chest. Yeah, but what if you're wearing, like, that kind of material that it can get stuck in fabric? Well, then you just roll it up, and you just go about your day.
1: You just kind of roll it up and make it disappear. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's really.
1: – any listeners out there, let us know. Do you uh, sneeze into your – because I just sneeze in a
0: mask. I'm like,
1: it's on there. It's protecting
0: <laughs> I don't have enough time. So you just have all your boogers sitting on your face the rest of the day?
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have enough time to pull
0: my mask down. And it's like when I sneeze, I got sneaks, sneeze. So I just straight, poof, I chew right in the mask. I I suppose I kind of, I feel a sneeze coming. So I have a little bit of time for it to prepare. Uh, you get a little, wow, I just had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> you have a little bit of time to prepare yeah, myself. You get a little buildup in your sinuses. Yeah. Kind of tickles you a little bit. Yep. Yeah my eyes start to squint in the water a little bit see i struggle
1: from pre-nasal ejaculation so i cannot do that
0: i've never heard of that well it's like it's a joke it was a sexual joke for like you love those (laughs) 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 yeah this podcast is a peek into uh Sterling's brain on a weekly basis. Yeah, just it's a great place to be. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> about how, that. It's
1: a great place to be. You'll get lost. It's like Sharkboy and uh, Lava Girl. That's, what, that's what's going on up on my head all yeah. the time.
0: Yeah. Or Inside Out, just all of the memories ever. Mm-hmm. And they're just stored up there. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of bouncing around going on. Okay. It's like in this room, if you took 400 bouncy balls and you just threw them and just let them go, that would be like what's going on in my head every second of the day. Probably, That's, why I, uh, probably why I have anxiety.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's why I came out of the podcast to uh, attempt to provide a little bit of organization.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm organized.
0: Yeah, I can, I can I organize
1: agree. things, but it's stuff like this that I'm not necessarily organized with. Cause I just talk. And if I say something and it tricks something in my head, I'm like, mm-hmm. well, Hey, I could talk about that too. Yeah. So you know what? Another thing, this pisses me off is when people, celebrate Christmas too early. It's October 15th and people are like, "Let's blare Christmas music. It's Christmas time." No the fuck it's not. Mm. There's still Halloween, there's still my birthday, and then there's Thanksgiving. And then comes Christmas.
0: Yeah. You can't skip over all those holidays and just like that uh like in May they start putting out 4th of July decorations in the grocery stores. Yeah, what is that? I mean, I'm not complaining because my birthday is Fourth of July, so oh, yeah. I get my decorations. But. See,
1: I was born November second, so that is a day from when this pod, a day after this podcast, two days after this podcast comes out. It's two days before, a day before election. But people love to skip Halloween. Which, how do you skip Halloween? You get to dress up, be somebody or not, which a lot of people love to do anyway. Oh, <laughs> and then you get to go around and eat a bunch of candy, yeah, or you can drink a bunch of booze like why would you skip over that and then thanks is like you giving and you're stuffing your face full of food i don't get why people skip those those are pretty big holidays so it just nothing some things irk me more but it's up there also you know another thing pisses me off is these goddamn chairs
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's. Uh, for you <laughs> listeners out there, there's no dirty content happening. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> just, spooky chairs. Sorry if we brought back any PTSD from some <laughs> of your little kid memories, but <laughs> we're gonna have to get some new chairs for this next episode. We uh, also need to make sure that this, uh, that listeners know that this podcast is not for children. Oh, I already marked it explicit. Perfect. Yes, I'm already ahead of the game. Mm. It's just real world stuff, you know. Yeah. My family, so back on the skipping the holidays, my family has a rule, and lately it's just because I haven't been able to go home because of basketball, mm-hmm. but uh, my family has a rule that we get the Christmas tree the day after Thanksgiving. So we ha- we celebrate Halloween, okay. we celebrate Thanksgiving, and then we can get our Christmas tree. Because we I, get our, a real Christmas tree. Yeah, see so, too.
1: If you don't get a real Christmas tree, you're not really celebrating yeah, Christmas. Exactly. That's a part of it. You go out and you cut down the tree, you get to smell the pine, you get to carry the big-ass thing home, and you get to put it up and decorate it, and then watch all the little needles fall on the ground, and then your mom
0: gets pissed, you just gotta sweep them up. So, when we get our Christmas tree, the tree farm that we usually get it from, Hmm? they put it on one of those big shaker things. Yeah. Does that not... It does, but then
1: so you basically killed the tree because you cut it,
0: right? So then, just slowly over time, you mean? Yeah, Uh, over time. I thought
1: you meant as you're decorating, it's just no, no. They're (laughs) separate.
0: So that you you
1: decorate it, and then as time goes on, up until Christmas, then you watch them fall down. I got Or your dog likes to drink the water. Yeah,
0: my dogs like to do that. Or knock down the ornaments on the bottom of the tree. Oh yes. Also, cats. What assholes! I hate cats.
1: I mean, I don't mind cats. I can't stand cats. They knock stuff off tables for no reason. They will do it to Christmas ornaments, too. They piss on everything, which dogs some dogs do, too. But cats, I think, are more notorious for pissing on laundry and stuff. It's like... I love cats, but cats are kind of douchebags. Cats are just
0: nasty creatures. Yeah. I think they're easier to take care of, though, and that's kind of why... Yeah, you don't have to give them as much affection.
1: Yeah. Also, how... (laughs) How cool would it be to just walk into like a little room and take a shit and then walk out and then somebody else has to clean it for you? Wouldn't that be so nice?
0: <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Now you
1: got to I mean, worry about cleaning yourself. You got to make sure you clean the toilet every once in a while, or else you get the little poop stains on there. But it's like you just walk into a nice little scented room, drop a deuce, walk out. You come back and it's all gone. It smells nice and fresh.
0: I mean, personally, I hate the smell of cat litter me too but i'm sure cats love it i mean that's what it attracts them to the litter box really i think so i didn't know that i'm I'm pretty sure that's why cats like use a litter box instead of just shitting all over the place because the smell attracts them you would think they would do that for dogs then too but dogs don't have the same like brains and sensory stuff well no but still if
1: you can do it for cats i'm sure you can do it for dogs And then I don't have to worry about my little shit zoo going over over
0: everywhere and leaving little tootsie rolls. Yeah, don't quote me on that, but I think that's what it is for cats. Hmm. You learn something every day. We'll uh, do some research and get back to you next week. Yeah, you learn something new every day. Wow,
1: I did not know that, Dev. That is very interesting of you to
0: to talk about that. Do uh, Do you think (laughs) dogs and cats? are sad that they have to eat the same meal every week every day every meal is the same um
1: you know i would say no because i mean like a dog you can yell at him for getting on the couch and then three seconds later they get back up on the couch and i think that's because they're stupid
0: or they just have short term memory yeah or they're
1: stupid <laughs> so i would think they're like oh food i've never had this before they eat it like oh that was so good and then they go back and you feed them again later that day. And they're like, this this shit's bomb. What is this? <laughs> and it's the same thing every day. They just forget that they've had it. Cats, on the other hand, they might.
0: But, like, they also, cats, like, they have different flavors of the like, little can, nasty-ass cans of oh, shit. Oh, yeah, like the, yeah. Cat food's gross. Yeah, like, I don't like cat food. Or wet dog food. What's the point of that? That just gives them rank-ass breath.
1: Yeah, well, Teeth are falling out. No, not like that. (laughs) Her hair sometimes gets a little um, uh, old, I guess, her coat. So you put some stuff in there and then you mix it up with water. And then it's like supposed to help her grow a better coat. And it smells bad. And you're right, it does give her breath. But I would take wet dog food over the
0: nasty cat. in a can. A little salmon souffle. Yeah. They try and make it sound fancy but it's it's just a pile of shit. Yeah
1: it is. It looks like if I chewed up chicken nuggets and then I like digest it and I threw it back up that's what it looks like to me.
0: That's pretty accurate. I
1: love chicken nuggets too so that. Yeah you probably just ruined
0: chicken nuggets for so many listeners.
1: I might have just ruined them for myself but (laughs) probably not. Who doesn't love chicken nuggets? How are we doing on time? I see you keep checking your watch. It is. 4.35
0: 4.35 p.m.
1: Speaking of shit, did you hear that? I hope, I hope you people heard that. I don't know. maybe might be through my headset. What time is it? I, what? What's up? <laughs> what did they hear? My dog barks and I heard it, but I don't know if it was through the mic or through my headset.
0: Uh, it is 4.35. What time do we start? 3.30, but with breaks and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right. We're probably at like 45 minutes.
1: You're right. We're going to try to keep it not super long, but obviously we have some discussions to have. Uh, one being the worst the weirdest meals or the worst food combinations you ever heard of so jay from our interview uh had this to say about it
2: um well okay for me i this sounds weird if everybody else will be like normal i cannot stand bananas Like, I have, like, a little gag reflex to bananas. Like, it's bad. Mm -hmm. So, like, anything with banana, that's just weird to me. Like, don't even put it near me. But that's normal for everybody (laughs) else. Yeah. Um, And the other weird thing when I was thinking about this question is my friend, she used to bring every day to school, sophomore year of high school, one of those, like, Jif, like, peanut butter, like, Mm -hmm. things. And she would dip strawberries in them, which Mm – In hindsight, I guess that would be kind of good, but, like, when you first see her pulling it out and you see a bag of strawberries and a cup of peanut butter, you don't think that's what she's going to eat. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, like, the weirdest thing I've seen, I guess, like, in person. Um, I'm sure there's others. I just can't think of it, but, yeah, I'd say those. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) And some other ones that we would like to talk about. Okay, first of all, bananas are great yeah i love bananas like i'm not gonna lie my brother when he was like my brothers and so i have three younger siblings uh whenever my mom bought baby food i would eat the hell out of the ban banana baby food the pudding yeah banana pudding is fire but it was like banana baby food but it tasted just like pudding yeah it was
0: fantastic
1: i might go get some after the show (laughs) it's super nutritious too it's really good for you
0: it is yeah yeah I, i mean i always have a banana I, I bananas are the fruit that I regularly have in my kitchen. Really? Yeah. Okay. She also said her dad eats five of them. That's pretty insane. He's got a shit like crazy. Yeah. That's or so just much fiber. It cramps really easily. So he's got yeah, that's that, true. the potassium. That's true. I didn't think about that, but I'm just thinking about all the fiber that you have. Bananas are bananas a good source of fiber. I'm pretty sure they are. I think. Also, we, we sound like. We're so uneducated because of the stupid questions we're asking. Do bananas have fiber? I think that's
1: a general question. They're, I know they're known for potassium, but I think they have fiber, too.
0: See, and the, if they do have fiber, there's probably listeners out there that are like, wow, these guys are total idiots. Well, if you think they're idiots, fuck you. <laughs> How about that, I mean, you're right, but fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: you want to hear some other stuff? So we asked... Uh, Some people on our, we put out a poll on our Instagram, or not a poll, but a question. Ow. (laughs) So if you want to follow that, uh, that is at no buns, period, no patties. And sometimes we'll put out some, yes, right there. There's a period between no buns, period, no patties. Um, And we'll put out like some questions and stuff on some topics that we want to talk about every once in a while. So if you want to potentially have one of your topics be talked about or one of your answers we talked about, go ahead and submit, follow, right? Like our stuff, obviously be a follower and then submit in your answers. So we have some very interesting answers here. The first one is mayonnaise. Okay. How do you say mayonnaise? Is
0: it mayonnaise or do you say it differently? I don't, I definitely don't say mayonnaise. mayonnaise, 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 mayonnaise. (laughs) <laughs> it's mayonnaise. not a
1: Mexican man. Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise, yeah. Okay, so mayonnaise on pizza. What
0: are your yeah. thoughts on that? I've heard ranch on pizza. Ranch, I've heard. I mean, I'm from Iowa, so. We we're You're weird. Born in a cornfield with a can of bush in one hand and a can, uh, b- bottle of ranch in the other. That's true.
1: I don't like ranch. I think ranch is
0: disgusting. Really? Yes. I hate
1: all condiments except honey mustard and honey barbecue.
0: So that makes me think of like British people. So do you remember Mm Mm-hmm. Basketball player graduated two years ago, right? Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah.
0: So he eats mayo as a regular condiment. Like he dipped his fries in mayo. The thing on the planet. Because they eat fish and chips over there. Right.
1: And then if they have it with mayo... Which I always thought it was literally fish and chips. No, it's it's, what is it? It's like,
0: it's fish and French fries.
1: Yeah. Or like fish and the steak fries. Those are called steak fries. The English bastards. (laughs) Chips are like the potato chips or Doritos. They're not the same thing. That's just, that's a whole other topic. But
0: when you're traveling abroad, I, everyone that I've met that has traveled to London Mm -hmm. say that it's just different over there. Like the fish and chips is not just fish and fries. Like there's some extra love or something in those that Are makes them phenomenal. More? Could be. it
1: there I'd might be then it would I'd be a like chip. It. If you burn the fries to a crisp, then absolutely that's a chip. Yeah.
0: But if there's some crunchy potato ness in there, then it's a fry. Yeah. But mayo on pizza, that's a no go for me. No. I I'm I'm not a huge fan of mayo to begin with. No. It's weird texture, like The taste is kind of, like, I don't like tangy. I've never had it.
1: Never, ever? The only experience I have with mayonnaise is from Spongebob. Is mayonnaise an instrument? (laughs) (laughs) That's the only experience I have with it. I like honey mustard, honey barbecue. Um, But don't ruin your pizza with mayo. Pizza in itself is great. Don't ruin it with mayo. Ranch, I can understand because it's more normal.
0: I also, I'm a very plain pizza eater. Mm -hmm. I'm a plain guy all around yeah fair um but like papa john's they have the little garlic things everyone goes crazy over those i will not dip my pizza in garlic i'll dip the crust in garlic really
1: yeah like i think that's papa john's that what you said yeah yeah papa john's has that nice garlic yeah i'll dip the crust in there it tastes great um
0: rank ass breath huh rank ass breath
1: Oh, from garlic. Yeah, we I'm can also kill them. Stuck. <laughs> For you just listening, Devin's ruining our whole set because this <laughs> got stuck in the table. Um, another one that we somebody mentioned was uh, peanut butter and jelly. Very normal. I love peanut butter and jelly. I will peanut eat six thousands of those in a day if I can. But this a
0: staple. Huh. It's just staple food oh i thought you said you put staples in. <laughs> yeah i weird. just <laughs> chew on i need more iron in my peanut butter and jelly so i just yeah. drop some staples you stuff. do you man uh but this person put cheese it's on the inside
1: of their peanut butter and jelly add a little salty crunch i guess but why would you ruin it just perfectly...
0: get your crunchy peanut butter at yeah that point.
1: why would you ruin a perfectly good peanut butter and jelly by putting a cheesy substance in it yeah like, I don't think the jelly and the cheese would taste good together.
0: No, probably
1: not. Maybe the peanut butter and cheese, maybe, but not the jelly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like like Dev said, if you want uh, peanut butter that is. If you want a little bit of crunched yeah, here. Just get a crunchy peanut butter, which nasty as well. <laughs> but oh well. Uh, this one is kind of normal. We had somebody say uh, chicken with ketchup. I know that's a norm- normality for society. But I don't like ketchup. I don't like like I said, I don't like any condiments other than honey mustard and honey barbecue. So ketchup. That's it. Yes. Just honey mustard and honey barbecue. Yeah. Okay. Yes, just those two.
0: I like my chicken with barbecue sauce. Honey barbecue sauce. I mean it's the same damn thing. Oh, it's not nah. okay, you a bottle of honey barbecue sauce. Is barbecue sauce, in my opinion. Like, I wouldn't get just regular barbecue sauce unless I'm actually, like, smoking something. you smoking? Like, <laughs> putting meat on a scooter. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I was yeah. like, whoa, dude. I do not You smoke. prefer <laughs> <You're funny. laughs> But, yeah. So, I catch up. I will eat on, like, burgers and hot dogs, mm-hmm. brats, that kind of stuff. My girlfriend only eats mustard. Oh, you had to throw the girlfriend thing in there, didn't you? No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. (laughs) I I figured you wanted a real-life example. I do. Go ahead. She what? She only puts mustard on things. Why? Mustard and ketchup are so disgusting. They're so bad. Do you like Saucy Joe's?
1: Somewhat. Not a whole lot. It has mustard in there, right? Ketchup and mustard. Yeah, but there's other stuff mixed into it. It Mm, it Not a whole lot.
0: Eh, like, I think it is relish P- pickles are fucking great. Joe's. My family does like a little doll- dollop of it. A dollop? Do a dollop, it's a dollop, a dollop. Yeah, you ever seen the Daisy commercials? I know what a dolly Do is. a dollop of Daisy. What's Daisy? The brand of sour cream. I don't like sour cream, so no. <laughs> you might be uh, one of the pickier eaters I've ever met. Yeah, I
1: am very picky. I want plain Jane the way I like it.
0: Okay, That's just how it is. What's next on the list?
1: Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, ketchup, disgusting. Eggs with ketchup. Again, stop ruining things with ketchup. Just eat your eggs. You don't need the ketchup on there. Uh-huh. Just eat the eggs. Eggs are fantastic. You ruin it by putting ketchup on there. Salt and pepper, cheese, Make an omelet, nice. Don't put ketchup in it. Just don't do that. I hate when people ruin food by adding too much stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say, my taste buds, I am a figgy doper. My taste buds have been expanded. Thankfully, I dated a girl a while ago who had some Cajun in her. She was. Her family was from Louisiana. Like so, a little spicy stuff down in the bayou. Yeah, down in the bayou. <laughs> and I got to eat some more spicy things. And it opened my palate up a little bit. So now I'll eat, like, peppers like I just had an olive this morning and some peppers in it. It's pretty good. I'll eat green peppers on my Subway sandwich. Just stop ruining food by putting too much stuff on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I also know somebody who gets grilled cheeses. Not, that's normal, right? She gets them from McDonald's.
0: Never, I didn't even know McDonald's had grilled cheese. So
1: they don't. <laughs> it's, a ham, it's a cheeseburger
0: with just cheese on it. So you just get buns and a slice of cheese. Yeah. Why would you pay for that? You're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. Huh.
1: So why would why would you spend your money on that? And also most of the time when I get a cheeseburger from McDonald's, the cheese is not melted at all. And oh, the bun isn't grilled. So you're literally just getting a a halfway cooked slice of cheese on two thick ass buns.
0: My McDonald's order consists of McChickens, fries, and cookies. Cookies McDonald's
1: ones. cookies are good. They are very good. Mm-hmm. My order for McDonald's, I get the chicken nuggets always. I, I get chicken nuggets too. Chicken That's nuggets easy. meal, make the large fry, mm-hmm. and then I get a buttermilk crispy chicken meal plain. Not a meal, but just a sandwich. So just this piece of chicken in the buns. Mm-hmm. But it's like a
0: spicier chicken type thing. It's pretty good. <laughs> McDonald's chicken is all right. I would I don't like their burgers. I like
1: so i get plain hamburgers from mcdonald's and they're pretty good Mm -hmm. i don't like the ketchup i don't like the mustard i don't like the onions the pickles none of that i don't want any of that
0: it kind of uh, fits the podcast name we're talking about buns and patties yeah
1: but it's a a different context obviously yeah it's a reference to something else but (laughs) (laughs) in the next one we have is corn on the cob very normal but the way people eat it can be a little bit different because you can be sitting across the table from somebody Mm -hmm. and they can take a nice big bite of their corn on the cob and then you get squirted on. And that's just very awkward position to be on. Also some people put a little too much stuff on it. Now I know like in Mexico, I think they have, they put the stuff on the
0: Uh, corn on the cob. Yeah. And that's normal.
1: I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about some other things that I've heard about people putting on there.
0: I just do butter and salt on my corn on the cob. Yeah,
1: exactly. Corn on the cob is fantastic, but you just, you have to know if you're in the splash zone or not (sighs) and you have to be careful. careful So
0: I had braces for, I've had like dental appliances Mm -hmm. for half my life. Why? I just had really jacked up teeth. I started uh, dental appliances in third grade. And so uh, I worked my way through braces and now I have permanent retainers. But when I had braces, I had to cut my corn off the cob and I felt like such a bitch <laughs> cutting my corn off the cob <laughs> yeah. just so I could eat it. I just stayed away from corn
1: on the cob. I just ate like uh, uh, cream corn soup. That's what it's called, right? Cream, like cream of corn. Cream corn is good. A can of cream corn. A can of cream corn, I'll be fine. <laughs> it's from the longest yard if you've never seen that one.
0: I have seen that one.
1: Um, but yeah, no, I've had braces too. And you get a lot of shit stuck in those things. It's terrible. Yeah, that's rough. So, and then also, you get your own lips stuck in there. Mm-hmm. You go to kiss you... a nice
0: girl and you get her lips stuck in there. Mm-hmm. It's just terrible. I didn't know what girls were when I had braces. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were in third grade. So I guess that makes it a little
1: more normal. Yeah.
0: Uh... my brackets because i would eat jerky oh yeah you were a bad boy yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so i
1: broke a bracket one time i think and i was eating a peanut m&m -hmm. i was just like i'll just have an m&m or two and like the first MM i chewed on like snap and it poked me in the lip and i was like i'm never doing that shit again the next one we have is a poppy seed bagel with strawberry cream cheese
0: and hot cheetos in it Okay, you had me, like, I was, like, kind of understanding until the hot Cheetos part. Yeah, I don't like strawberries.
1: Really? Yeah, I don't necessarily love cream cheese unless you put it in some stuff. My mom will make um, chicken, stuffed stuffed chicken is what she calls it, and it's, like, cream cheese bacon. Um, I think she puts, like, spinach in there, too, and that's pretty good, but not just straight cream cheese. Or strawberry cream street. cream. <laughs> <laughs> you also had a stroke. Cream cheese. Try to say that five times fast.
0: But have you ever had like strawberry
1: lemon things mixed together? Maybe one time. Like a strawberry lemonade type thing.
0: Yeah. It's not a terrible combination. No, it's not. Like Portillo's strawberry uh, cake shakes is a strawberry lemon cake shake. That shit's good. Yeah.
1: I love cake shakes, just chocolate cake shakes from Portillo's. But the straw, it gets stuck in the straw. Yeah. Give me a stronger, thicker straw. Don't give me the little anybody one where all the cake gets stuck in there. That's why we don't like buns. (laughs) They get stuck in places. Can't do anything with it. (laughs) All (laughs) right, next. The last one we have is sushi dipped in Ranch.
0: I'm not a huge sushi fan, so
1: I don't like sushi or ranch. So that just sounds absolutely terrible. To <laughs> me. But it's it's normal to dip it in. Uh, what is that sauce called? Teriyaki Is it like teriyaki or something like that? Yeah, or
0: soy sauce.
1: Soy. That's what it's. Uh, soy sauce, right? I've seen people do that. That's normal. But how you can dip it in ranch?
0: I yeah, I don't know. Maybe like. I can't even think of. I can't justify that. No, I <laughs>
1: I, I would imagine I've had both. I don't love either of them, but I would assume that... Two bads make a worse. Yeah. Not a better. Yeah. Like the sushi itself tastes a little tangy. You throw in a ranch in there and it's just like... Double tang. Yeah, it's
0: awful. That'd be awful. So Uh, on that list, what is your least favorite? My least favorite? Or what sounds the most revolting to you? It's a good word, by the way.
1: Revolting. That is a good word. Um, I would probably say... Either the sushi dipped in ranch or the poppy seed bagel with strawberry cream cheese and just because of your taste
0: preferences. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Uh, For that list, I'm trying to think of what all of them were. Probably, yeah, probably the hot Cheetos thing. Yeah. The bagel. But what is your your worst food combo ever? That I've eaten? Or you've heard of? Or is it on that list? (laughs)
1: No, it's not on this list. Um, man, you're really putting me on the spot. I don't really have one. You I just,
0: didn't think of something? No,
1: I didn't think of something myself. <laughs> I was asking other people. Um, I mean, I've, I don't know. I've seen people, I just think people in general ruin food by just throwing extra things on there. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and it's my biggest pet peeve. It's like, yeah, they, those, those probably taste great by themselves, maybe. But when you put them
0: together, it's not good yeah it's just not what about you you got one so i and this is something i actually like you're not gonna like it you're gonna think it's disgusting oh that's that happens all because it's over complicating something oh but here we go i and it's probably a little childish but i get flack for it all the time and it is mac and cheese mm-hmm. with ketchup and hot dog slices in it
1: Mac and cheese with hot dog slices in it. And ketchup on top. Well, you got you fucked me up with the ketchup. I know. The ketchup's disgusting. But I don't I don't think I would mind the mac and cheese and hot dogs. I know that's a college meal too. Like you boil your hot dogs while you cook your mac and cheese and mm-hmm. you just kill two burns two birds with one stone. So I don't think that's that abnormal, but again, you're ruining it with the ketchup.
0: Yeah. Just I get.
1: A lot of shit for it. Yes. Stop ruining food with condiments. Don't yuck people's yum. They're yum all they want. (laughs) And if they like it, then I'm not going to say the rest. But uh, you know what a food I do like, though. So I'm not, I wasn't a big coffee drinker. I've discussed this on previous episodes. Mm -hmm. But I went to Starbucks the other day and I found out my new favorite Starbucks order. And it is the Mocha Cookie Crumble Frappuccino. Usually when I drink coffee, I just drink it black because I'm not messing with all that extra crap. <laughs> but it got me with the Cookie Crumble. So I was like, hmm, that sounds pretty interesting. It's literally ice cream with a little bit of coffee in it. Like cookies and
0: cream ice cream?
1: Uh, Kind of. Yeah, it's like a chocolate cookies and cream type of, there's like chocolate chips, I think, in it. Um, they put whipped cream on the top, chocolate syrup on the top, and they put some mocha in there. It's so good. You gotta try it. You a big Starbucks guy?
0: I'm. So I will occasionally drink Dunkin', but mm. when I drink coffee, my hands get really sweaty, and it's just okay. I, I don't like that. So I just try and stay away from coffee. Just yeah. Run on natural energy. Are you a? Wow, very noble of you. <laughs> Are you a uh, Dunkin' or Starbucks guy? Dunkin'. Okay. Just because I don't like the taste of coffee, mm. and Dunkin' does a good job of making sure you don't taste your coffee. Yeah, I drink black coffee in so. a Dunkin' cup. You get cream and sugar and coffee, so it's
1: not bad. I just drink black though. I've never experimented. You got, I, I'm a Starbucks guy. Just you got uh, it campus, big content. I do, mm-hmm. and Harry Connors too. Black <laughs> coffee. So, <All> right. <laughs> I shouldn't have said anything. I know you're gonna keep going with it. <laughs> hey, I mean hair. You know, if you want to grow some hair on your Weibo's, you just need yeah, a little black coffee. coffee, yeah.
0: That's
1: all you need, kids. So all those pre pre out there. Maybe that's
0: why I was a late bloomer. Yeah, never drink coffee.
1: There you go. They maybe they say it stunts your growth because they don't want you to know the real effects, and it actually produces a ghost birth, so growth stunt. You ever thought
0: about that? I have not, but I have now. Yeah. So, hey, I taught you taught me something, and I taught you something. You well. That works. I taught you something, you made me think about something. I don't know if it's actually that wrong. Really
1: so, is it better to be taught something new or to be made to th- like to be helped to think in, of something in a, cer- a different way than before?
0: Well, what's the saying? It's uh, you uh, take a man fishing, can eat for a day, mm, yep. teach a man how to fish. You can eat the rest of life. for a lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so,
1: I did you a service there. Fair enough. You fed me a fish. Well, I taught you how to fish. I suppose. Young Padawan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's oh, why you're man. the uh, leader of this podcast. Exactly. Exactly.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> another TikTok sound. Um, also, speaking of Starbucks and Dunkin', you ever had like a good drive through worker?
0: I've actually had both a good drive through worker and a bad drive through worker at the same Duncan. Really? Yeah. At the same time or just? No, times? just like, it, it. and it's actually even been the same person just on different days. And I happen to catch her on a bad day. Yeah.
1: But, See, my thing is like, how nice is it to have a drive through worker that you can have, have a short conversation with? And it just kind of makes you feel good. Yeah. Like the other day I was driving up, uh, I think to the Chicago suburbs and I stopped to get a... A drink from a burger king or something and the lady like opened the door and she told me your total i was like oh hey how are you you know what i mean just make a small talk because she's sitting there with the window open i gotta mm-hmm. i just don't want to sit there and like look forward and we had like a little bit of a conversation and it just makes you feel good when you can like have a short nice conversation with a person you don't know yeah absolutely how you doing today well i'm alive
0: yeah so. exactly still kicking
1: yeah well i what i woke my favorite old man answer is well, I woke up above ground today. <laughs> well, yeah, yes, you did, didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like I don't know how to respond to that. Yeah, and you know what I mean. Like you just you give a short answer. I don't. I don't know how to respond to that. Right. So then it kind of makes me feel like
0: you. You don't want to talk to me. Yeah, and it makes you kind of self reflect. Like right. Like did I did I not seem genuine enough when I was making conversation with you that yeah. you just want to fucking blow me off.
1: Sometimes I will fall into that though. Or I'll be like, uh, hey, how are you? And then just keep walking. Yep.
0: <laughs> I don't really care or about like, your response. Like
1: yeah.
0: you say, hey, how are you? They respond, good, how are you? And you just keep walking. Yeah. yeah. Hey, how are you? Good. Yeah,
1: I'm good too. Good. <laughs> and you just keep walking. Yeah. Or like, hey, how are you? Well, you know, <laughs> I don't know. That's good. <laughs> just keep walking. It's like, oh, I should have said that. She actually thought I was asking her for real. I was just walking in and trying not to make it awkward. <laughs> yeah, man, it happens all the time. But I, I think just being a genuine good person too is really nice. So like, if you can have a short conversation with somebody, whether it's like a, hey, like, how are you doing? And then wait for the response and then mm-hmm. acknowledge the response even, I think that can help people feel better. It's just a nice feeling with my customer service people. And that's the thing too. I don't like when people make such a big deal with customer service it's like these people are just trying to do their job right
0: exactly
1: so you don't have to get all pissy like this one dude i was standing at walgreens um i got like a pin or something i think from walgreens i had to stop and get a pin and the guy next to me on the other counter well first i walked in the lady was like man please don't yell at me i'm just trying to do my like over the phone and i was like well that's a karen for sure yeah and then i got up i got my stuff and i went to the uh Cash register and she was she was checking me out. So I tried to like make her day a little better. I said, Oh hey, how are you? How are you doing? Well, she's checking me out with the guy next to me. Left. And I guess he didn't let his card read all the way through. He thought it was done. Mm-hmm. Which was a mistake. Sometimes you're in a hurry. The girl was like, Sir, can you come back? And he was like, What? What do you mean? What? What? And he got like all pissy. I was like, dude, just chill out. Right. Just go back and say, what is it? And then like then he was all mad about like, well, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? Like, dude, just relax. Like, these people aren't out to get you. They're just trying to take you an extra 15 seconds to put your card back in. Yeah, they're just trying to do their Mm job. Like, you don't have to get all pissy with them. I feel bad. I get pissy with uh, construction workers sometimes. They don't know this because I'm just driving through. Mm -hmm. But tell me why we block off 50 miles for construction and you drive through the whole thing and you see them working on two miles
0: of it, maybe. Oh, so. Like I said, small town Iowa. Mm-hmm. The most road construction we would ever have around me was maybe repairing a bridge or just a section of road that flooded out. Yeah. And then I came to college and I drive interstate the whole way. Mm-hmm. And I'm in fucking construction for probably three quarters of my four hour drive. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It is. And it's like, dude, you're not
1: working on these next 47 miles that I have to go 50 in, Right. why can't you just take these cones away and then work? I just think it would make more sense to block off two miles,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: work on the two miles, go to the next two, work on those, instead of spreading it all out and doing it all at once. Maybe it's like a
0: safety thing that you have to block off just to make sure that you have plenty of room to work and you have like your section that you have, all your big equipment and you have all that kind of stuff yeah i guess i mean i can't
1: argue with you there but it just doesn't make any sense to me to have that much room blocked off and i mean just drivers driving is hard enough for some people Mm -hmm. now you're making me get behind somebody who had i now have to go 50 in when really there's nobody working on the side of the road Mm -hmm. it's like stop making driving harder for those folks
0: especially when weather is bad yeah
1: Bad weather drivers. It snowed already. Yeah. Not even today. We're recording today. It's obviously. 60 degrees. And it's October 31st, so happy Halloween. When you That's hear true. this, it won't be Halloween anymore. <laughs> um, but it's 60 degrees today. But last week it snowed. Mm-hmm. And you know what snow means? Bad drivers. Yeah, bad drivers are going to get exposed out there.
0: Yeah, but... I also have never encountered worse drivers than Illinois drivers. Illinois drivers are terrible. Yeah. I, so I used to live
1: in um, Collinsville, which is like you walk outside your front door, you can see the arch in St. Louis. So I have a lot of friends down there and still Facebook friends, and they're always talking about how bad Missouri drivers are.
0: Really? I can't really
1: attest to it because I haven't done a whole lot. But You know, what? What I've
0: heard. now that I think about it, when we're down in St. Louis for the tournaments – it's kind of scary getting on that bus, driving to the enterprise center. Yeah. <laughs> have, People are just flying. Yeah. have like two years ago we had that Garth Brooks concert. Couldn't mm. get to the hotel. That was terrible. And the next year we had a, a Joe Biden, something. I think so. Something like that. Tour yeah. something. And we got a police escort. Mm. Oh my God. I was so scared. The bus driver was Dude. not fooling around. <laughs> yeah, man. We were on this big charter bus. And he was going,
1: like, we're in downtown St. Louis, and this man is driving 60 miles an hour. Honking at people to get out of his goddamn way. Yeah, like, and he's swerving with a big charter bus, swerving in and out of
0: lanes. That was scary. Yeah, Just don't do that in the snow, though. Yeah. Just, I... I'm going to expose myself here, but I've been in three accidents. Mm-hmm. Two of them were because of the snow. I've been in a... I've talked about this before. I've
1: been in a self-accident. Mm-hmm. where Oh, yeah. Snow all snow. of mine
0: were... Oh, okay i slid into a parked car that was the only non myself yeah that's tough i ran over a stop sign that's tough. <laughs> flattened it and just kept going wow yeah well, it was
1: either that or going to the trees okay that's yeah fair. i talk about that and i think episode one but yeah um i was gonna say something else about drivers too but as you know i forget a lot of things so it's all those caucasians that i have
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's a good time to wrap it up and yeah, I think so. Well, this was fun, Dev. As it was. Glad I'm to... uh, looking forward to see what we can siphon out of Sterling's brain. The rest of however many episodes we yeah. decide to make.
1: Yeah, a thousand,
0: a thousand. Yeah, every week. Back to every week. A
1: thousand, a thousand weeks. Yeah, there's 52 weeks in a year. Okay, so that would be what's 50 times a thousand, which is well five times or 500 divided by five is 20 20 mm-hmm. uh so then you throw in another zero there and that would be 250
0: so that would be over 250 years right i don't, on- <laughs> I don't plan on living that long i don't know about you well let's just do it till we die that